We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Schwert with you. So we heard from Andy, and he talked about McCool Hardman, who, of course, gave it a go in the AFC title game, got really hit, I would say, two or three times separately, pretty yeah. pretty hard, and, and unfortunately could not come back in the game. At that moment, you wondered uh, what the injury was that he re-aggravate. Again, what still is a mystery injury, it's a you know, to us at least publicly, uh, it's, a, it's a, a pelvic injury, and Andy... Uh, said that he doubts that McCall Hardman uh, is going to play in the Super Bowl. He said, quote, it will be tough for him. I doubt he will make the Super Bowl, which means we may have already seen the last game of McCall Hardman's Kansas City Chiefs career, which obviously not the way he would have wanted to to end it, not being able to play in the Super Bowl. Um, we can get into like whether or not you think it actually is his last game, but I also this was a guy that I, I would say in the in, for, for a team that had the run that they have had, he probably took as much heat as... Other than Dan Sorensen at times, like, I mean, honestly, McCall Hart, I'm not saying it was always unnecessary, but he probably Frank just, Clark got some of his, right? But he just had like great moments where he didn't get buried at all. I, I think McCall Hartman, because of where he was drafted. Also, let's remember the circumstances around the pick, what was going on away they from They took it. him because it seemed like Tyreek Hill might not be available Correct. to play. Right. And so that was part of the thought with the pick as well. And he never developed into a number one wide receiver. He's developed into a guy that's going to have, I think you and I have both said a very long career in the NFL, assuming he's healthy, right? He's going to have a very long career, but he's never going to be the guy that is a number one or number two. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. If you weren't the team that drafted him where you drafted him. Um, But he took a lot of criticism in in Kansas city. And this year it felt like he was actually going to have a really big year and then just couldn't, couldn't stay healthy. Couldn't get back on the football field. So it absolutely sucks that he's unavailable for the Super Bowl. Obviously, we talked a lot about well, how he Tony. does. They better have Tony's ankle healthy. Yeah, and, and Andy said it maybe more optimistic about his than even Juju Smith-Schuster's. So I know, like, for in a weird way, because it's not the soft tissue stuff, I actually do feel a little bit better. 100%. Um, because I've seen how long and how often the, like, hamstring stuff can drag him down. So I feel like, yeah, that's a more concerning line of this. Because he does add another element to their offense. That's the thing I'll say about the draft pick for why if somebody tried to be like, hey, I was a bust of a second round pick. Okay, chill. It wasn't a bust. He is a valuable and was a valuable member of a team who went to three Super Bowls in four years. He was never the biggest reason. He was never the biggest reason they won. He was very rarely the biggest reason they lost in games they lost too. He was just a good functional piece. 
You can do worse than that for a second-round pick. But he underperformed. Okay, he didn't live up to the expectation based on how high he went. And he's going to get buried because anybody who's on the text line is going to point out the fact the players who were taken in or around him are A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Deontay Johnson, and people don't even mention his name as much anymore because he had a bit of a bad year. Uh, Terry McLaurin, et cetera, et cetera. We know how good that wide receiver draft class was and that the Chiefs ended up with McCall Hartman, who ended up being a role player for this team essentially in those four years. Yeah, I mean, I think you whatever word you want to come up with, I mean, it probably would be a di- disappointing would be probably how people would describe uh, the the playing career in Kansas City. That doesn't mean that his entire career is going to be that, but four years, I mean, his best season was last year, 693 yards. That's why there was some excitement maybe to a certain extent heading into this year. Like, okay, you don't have Tyreek Hill, quote-unquote, blocking you anymore. This is your opportunity. And then they went and they signed Juju, and, of course, they signed MVS. And then McCall this year is just really unfortunate. A guy only ended up only playing in eight games, and that is going to end his season around 297 yards and, and four touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, for the actual this season, this game, this Super Bowl, uh, Tony's ankle is, is really important to heal up uh, for this game. If not, you're talking about uh, Justin Watson uh, being clearly the punt returner. And then after that, it goes back to Sky Moore. I mean, because we know Tony and Hardman were two guys that could return punts from you. So you need Tony available. If not, you got Justin Watson, and then it's back down to, to Sky Moore, who obviously is playing with more confidence after what happened in the title game. But, yeah, it, just, it, it takes away a, a red zone option. We know McCall Hardman does. had four touchdowns in eight games. I know. Right, I mean, and he scored. That's the one thing. Like for all the stats, fact, you can look sorry, up on him. He had four receiving, six touchdowns in eight games overall. Yeah, he well, and Jarek McKinnon essentially just ate all that up the second that he went away. Right, like so, McCarmen went away, and Jarek McKinnon's like, it's cool. I'll catch all the touchdowns, no problem. And I know that sounds like a simple solution, but they're more versatile without McCall Hardman. That's the one thing that maybe was underrated in his time in Kansas City, because for all the things you'd be like, hey, he didn't score enough. Dude scored touchdowns. Like, pretty frequently scored touchdowns. In four years, he scored 18 touchdowns. That's a pretty good amount for a guy who only started 26 games and played in less than 60. Played in less than 60, but I, I will say, like, I, I don't think it'd be fair to put, you know, injury-prone or anything oh, like no, that he on played, him. Oh, no, he played in full seasons in each Ex- of the previous three years. Saying. He wasn't a starter, but he played yeah, in every game. 16 his rookie year, 16 in 2020, 17 in 2021, and then, again, just eight this year. So it'll be interesting to see what the market's like for him in the offseason. You know, that will dictate also what is the likelihood the Chiefs do try to bring him back if they're interested. We know it's a weak wide receiver class, but he's also Very unfortunately weak. coming off a year in which he's only going to have 297 yards. The, the one part that, like, confuses, you know, that I guess surprises me about this is this does end up making the Tony trade matter. Even more, yeah. Like, every time we get closer, to he's like, well, it's the Super Bowl and McCorm is not going to be available. Sure nice. They traded for Tony. At the time when they traded for Tony, I'm like, you don't need to do this. Come on. Number one offense in the NFL. This guy's never done anything in the NFL. What are we doing here? Why are you giving up a third-round pick for a guy who can't get on the field? Like, talk about injury-prone. With Tony, it was more than fair to ask mm-hmm. whether or not he was ever going to be healthy for his NFL career. Hell, it's still more than fair to ask that because he's continued to have injury trouble in, since being in Kansas City. McColl was a healthy, stable figure. I would mostly describe, like, I don't think, you know, I would mostly describe his era as being uh, you know, gadgety or, you know, role player. But I don't think he was a bad player. Like, it's weird because, like, we've we've mentioned all the other ones that could go poorly. Like, he had a better first year than Sky Moore did. Like, right now, yeah, I, yeah. I would borderline almost sign up for Sky Moore to have McColl's career. I, I know that that's selling him a little short because you haven't seen him play yet. 
But if you can guarantee me like 650 yards a season, I don't know that like right now, Sky Moore hasn't proven that that's the level he can take his play to. And certainly Sky Moore's up against more competition because the wide receiver room was deeper. But like there were, there were always flashes with McColl. His speed was kind of a match. I don't know if this means, I kind of think this is his last. Like I know that his last game in a Chiefs uniform is the one you just watched because mm-hmm. I know that it would kind of make sense for him to just like take a one-year prove-it deal. But I still don't think that makes any sense in Kansas City with a very potentially yeah, crowded wide they, receiver room. It, we don't really know because Juju. Without the injury, though, makes it, I think, very unlikely anybody's giving him a multi-year deal, though. Yeah, so that, he's that, going one year so with that, somebody. And so that opens it up. You're sure. right that he might be higher up on the depth chart. He might, you know, for somebody. For a one-year deal on somebody for, else's but team. But maybe yeah. with a bad team, a bad quarterback. And so in his mind, this is the calculation that him and his agent are going to have to figure out, right? Is is it better for me to maybe be on a bad team with a bad quarterback on a one-year deal as the number two or three option and have Again, $10 million have, and have maybe a chance to blow up and have that 800 plus yard season that everybody's been waiting to see if it can happen. Or am I better off being the fourth, third or fourth option back in Kansas city? I'm familiar with the offense. I got the best quarterback in the league. Get my 650 and, yards and everyone will still tell me I'll get more for them. We'll I mean, find out how interested the chiefs are. I, you know, it, if you were his agent, what would you tell him to do? If the like Chiefs, I know you if, re- if the, for the Chiefs, but. yeah. If the Chiefs wanted him, I think if I'm McCall, I would sign a one-year deal again with Kansas City. I still have an, an offense that I know works for me, versus going somewhere else where maybe that offense doesn't work for me. I got a bad quarterback on a team that's not going to make the playoffs. Like you know, these are. I guess uh, some if of they're it both would on one-year deals. Now, if someone would have before the injury, he would have been getting multi-year yeah. deals. That's a different conversation. Or if a team with a good quarterback calls and he'll still give you the one-year deal, like the Chargers call, and they're like, or the you know, it doesn't really matter the team. The Jaguars call because they seem to pay every wide receiver in the free agency period. But it's just a matter of if, if, the, if, a, if a good quarterback team called, I'd probably feel right. a little bit different. It's going to make it a challenge for them. But yeah, so, so, the Chiefs have learned to play this year without McCall Hardman. So there's no reason for this to send you into a panic about how they're going to function as an offense without him. Yeah, someone on the text line, I don't think this is really close at all. Someone from the 913, you could text us, 913-586-7610, says, was McCall better than Dat? Talking about DeAnthony Thomas. Yes. Yes, yes, he was. Uh, Let me just, just, I just pulled it up too, by the way. I, my, uh, I think my answer is yes. I'd like to maybe look at some go stats. Ahead, go ahead and confirm your answer is yes, because it's not even close. Okay. I was so, to say, what did DeAnthony Thomas do? I was Thomas, like, DeAnthony Thomas didn't do anything. DeAnthony right? Thomas, rookie year, 23 catches, a buck 56. Second yeah, year, only close. played in 10 games, 140 yards, 35 yards the next year, 140 the year after that. Yeah, it's not even close. You could have actually made him much stronger. You should have said, was he better than Dexter McCluster? That's probably You'd had a real one. argument with Dexter McCluster because <laughs> now Dexter McCluster De- ran De- some guys, too. But De'Anthony Thomas played in more games than McColl and never in his career hasn't even got over 500 yards in his entire Seems career. Seems like we're starting to rewrite history on McColl yeah, Hartman. That's, that's crazy. Dexter McCluster's scrimmage yards were 280, 844, 522, 516, 328, 507. He's better than Listen, both. falling short of stardom in the NFL does not make you a bust. He's and had that, a useful that, role I for think this. Chiefs, I think Chiefs fans will yeah. want to call him a bust, even though he yeah. had a good he, he had a good part. He had a good part in like a bunch he, of Super Bowl teams. He, he's one of the more during this run, he is at the number two, number three on the list, the most criticized player during this five-year run or four-year run. Because he was a second-round draft yep. pick, and people were hoping that he would be a stud, and all the other guys that were I drafted still think, ahead of him. Like, disappointing. You a very remember, fair, by the way, disappointing is a very fair way to describe it, though. I mean, it's definitely disappointing, but like, it's not a bust, and it's not. He wasn't terrible, or anything. that's that. That's ridiculous. Gold, did you you do remember that he was drafted after <laughs> DK Metcalf, right? I've heard that B- before a few times. Before DK, I've heard, I've heard that before. Yeah, and Terry McLaurin as well. Yeah, I, oh, I've oh. I've heard that a couple of times. And right near AJ Brown. So. I, I I've heard that. I don't know if you guys were recalled in in 27 or all. The John Ross, he was drafted before Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if you guys remember that. 
I do. He's actually yeah. they're actually both members of the Chiefs now. Yeah, they though, are, so yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Futures contract for John Ross. Yeah, I'm teammate, glad they're yeah. back together. They're teammates now. And Jamal Adams was and Corey Davis was drafted <laughs> before Mahomes too. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Corey, Let's get to the Rams. Corey Davis. Random yeah. Corey Davis was the number five pick overall in the draft that year by the Titans. Whoops. Well, that was just a, that was just a miserably bad selection, and they should I mean, feel. I don't even have to bring up Trubisky. We already know that, but. Corey Davis. Oof. They should feel very bad about that. The random question today brought to you by the window source of Kansas City for you, Gold, for you, Nick, and over in the text line, 913 586 7610. I want to know whether or not you think that this gentleman should be allowed to identify by his hobby instead of his actual profession. So, this is a very popular Reddit post. Just asking the normal questions you see all the time, right? Am I the a hole? This guy has spent over 500 hours. On a flight simulator, he was being introduced by his wife at a work party, Gold, and she introduced him by his job, which he's like the manager of like a fast food restaurant. No big deal, right? Okay. She said, hey, this is what he does. And he said, and then he reintroduced himself to those same work friends of hers as, no, I'm a pilot, to which they got to a public spat because he's not a pilot. He's never flown a plane. He doesn't have a pilot's license. But he would like to identify as his hobby is that is something that more closely relates to who he thinks he is what? than his actual profession. Should he be allowed to call himself no. a pilot? No. If someone says, what do you do for a living? And he's in and, and he 500 hours though and, on that and, thing. And he is not a he doesn't get paid to fly. Then you're not a pilot in, as far as your profession. You can say you like to fly. I fly on the side. That's like that's just that's not doesn't work whatsoever. You can say that even if it's not an actual plane. This was all in a simulator, remind you. None of this he is an he actual fl- play. He can say he likes to fly, and, and he fly, but that's it. Even saying you fly is pushing it. <laughs> but you sure as hell can't introduce yourself as a pilot. You think no. that's a stretch, huh? Yes. Nick, what's your biggest hobby? Be like, is Cody, it, is it like Nick saying of, I'd if, like to be identified as a golfer? If you play Call of Duty, the video game, do you go around and act as if you were in the military or something? Or, or you play you know, Navy I think that, that would just be like you. Oh, yeah, Actually, you know similar. what? Yeah. To be fair, got a lot of guys who do play Call of Duty – than feign expertise on, like, military oh, wow, tactics re- and stuff. Just as ridiculous. What, like, they actually know what to do in a field of battle? Well, they'll start using, like, key, you know, like, going flank. Yeah, we need to flank them. Um, do you think they know what that means? Or is that just, like, I think sad? they've got a baseline do you understanding. you think that they know what anybody, flank means? Okay, anybody just... who's played Call of Duty online knows exactly what I'm talking about. Those guys who think because they play Call of Duty Why, every night it, are now military This experts. guy is also so embarrassed by what he does that he's basically lying to people that he's a pilot? Or does he just really love the flight simulator? I think it's a little of both. If we're being mm-hmm. honest, based on this post, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, you can't But, do like, that. you cannot ask your wife with her work friends to introduce you by a fake job. Like, would you go and say you bake for a living? Even no, I'm not okay. a ba- I'm not a professional baker. There, I just do that as a we hobby. Have we have it. Cody's admitted he is not a professional baker. I just do it as a hobby. It's like I don't. And also, I don't know that I've done it for 500 hours. This guy's clearly put a lot of time. Also, if you like the flight simulator that amount, why didn't you just become a pilot? Well, maybe he couldn't. Maybe he couldn't pass that. Maybe well, he could go to flight school. Text line's correct as well. We've all played. I played Madden a ton. I clearly NFL head coach. Clearly, I've I've called enough plays on Madden, and I'm I'm clearly an NFL head coach. Well, you understand situational, mm-hmm. you know, t- down and distance, fourth down, when to go for it, when not to go for it, Could timeout you, management. I mean, just imagine how embarrassed Lindsay would be for you if she introduced you to some of her work friends, and you're like, "I'm a golfer." You're like, "Wow, you're you're a professional. You're so a golfer." This for is a actually living? funny. This is actually funny. It makes me think of something else. Is uh, Lindsay and I actually did play this game sometimes, and we'll play it with friends. Is what would huh. be your rock bottom 
in life, like a realistic <laughs> rock bottom. Not to say, like, <laughs> like hypothetically, like so gold would never say, oh, I, I get addicted to crack and sell everything I own. <laughs> That's obviously not on the table. But like my personal rock bottom that would be like somewhat realistic would be I would give up my job and I would like move to Scottsdale and try to make it on the PGA Tour, right? That would be my rock bottom. Because it's, you wouldn't get anywhere close. Of course, but I could maybe convince myself that, you know what, if I just dedicated myself to it, I can get down to like know. a two handicap. So I think what is happening here is this guy has hit his rock bottom. Oh, mm. no. You think this guy's hit yeah. his rock bottom? Yeah, I think he has. <laughs> People in the text line, it's fantastic right now. I'm pretty sure my rock bottom careers. is hosting like, like being a DJ in like... Salina, Kansas, for like a country music station. But why wow. would you? Like, I well, this, is, that just, this is my Shots nightmare. It's like all nice of it together. Yeah. It's like small town Cozy or in. Dodge City. Like small no, town, Cody, but city, Cody, country but music Cody, station. Would be the worst. How would it get to that point? How would I? How would I just fall further into that doldrum? Yeah, what decisions text, would you way, make? Text lines making. Some, you get fired from this radio job. I'd just be looking for any radio job. Text Got lines, divorced. Text lines making some up for you. You don't even have to think of them. Says Cody gets fired from six ten, starts making scones at Panera for a living, and convince myself I could open my own See, shop. That's what it would be for you. <laughs> you would convince yourself that you can make it big because your scones are the best scones on the planet. And I start by working at like a bakery place, and everyone's like, "His scones like, are good, but he's gonna give it all up <laughs> for the scone <laughs> aspirations." And I don't even get to open my own shop. I just have to work for like think, a Panera, a I chain. I think gold would, I think gold yours would be you Professional would, handicapper in Vegas. You'd be like, I can sell my picks. I'm a shark. I can sell my picks. <laughs> I'm, sca- I'm giving everything up. Just you'd be like those Vegas old. You'd just be like live those in guys. a crappy apartment in Vegas. Yeah, you'd be those, you'd get a spray tan, slicked back hair. Lots spray? Of pro- spray tan? Oh yeah, lots wow. of, lots of product in your slicked hair. Slicked back hair for sure. That's, slicked, that's greasy, slicked back hair. Just wear a sport coat around everywhere. Uh-huh. And you just convincing everybody, you're selling your picks like right on those Saturday morning shows on the hotline. I'll be buying airtime on 610. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Those shows, and he suck. Still Those keeps shows the, suck, by the way. He still says Goldilocks, but it's just the whole name of the show. <laughs> Call Goldilocks. That's 1-800-555-GOLD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, you would hate yourself so much. I hate those shows. You those are just terrible. Go those back shows to your... such a bad name for like the sports betting industry, those 800-number shows on Saturday morning. That's kind of how it started, right? It, it did, but they're terrible. They're, those are, I call this they're recorded your founding line. fathers. No, they are not. How, they no, are your not. founding fathers of no. sports hey, betting. A lot, they of those, crawled. a lot of those guys are phonies. <laughs> they walked so you are, could run, Gold. A lot of those guys are complete phonies. The recorded line. That's why I'm saying it, that terrible. would be your rock bottom. Yeah, it would. I really think it would. Text line. Well, they really can envision our rock bottom, can't they? But yeah, the text line thinks that your rock bottom, Cody, would be a sports talk radio host. Someone says, uh, "Wow, you know, <laughs> ouch, damn." With this damn. Con- with this salary, no way, sir. Someone says, "You went misleading." Their seventy-five-year-old father introduces himself as a retired physician. They said he went to chiropractic college, was a chiropractor for one year, <laughs> then the rest of his career was a financial planner. <laughs> he tells people he was retired physician. <laughs> You know, at that point, when you're, I, I do think like once, you, I mean, if you're 75 or you start getting older, like at that point, like you can just tell. At that point, I think you can, this guy's telling it to, you know, it sounds like he was younger. Uh, he's like in his he mid 40s, maybe he's a pilot. Thing. But this guy, once you're 75, you can tell people you were once a physician. Nobody's gonna check. 
right? I don't see this happening. Gold. It's not like anybody would ever. Yeah. It's not like anybody that would get, you know, represent. Sure. Pe- that pe- anybody, Nick, that would represent people that people would actually trust. And maybe yeah, even think about like elect taking would actually lie about things over yeah. and over. That would never happen. I, I, you know what? I would say that your rock bottom gold could be. Because of all the people that seemingly yell stuff at you at Chiefs games, and you're a pretty animated fan, if you got into like a, if you went viral for getting into a, an altercation at a, if you, <laughs> it, let me put it this way, if you ever got into a physical altercation, there's like a ninety percent chance it would be at a Chiefs game, Ooh. from some drunk uh, away no, fan you know trying to start you know some stuff. It would with be you. at a Chiefs game because there's too many of like it, it. It would probably have to involve being in a road atmosphere at a Chiefs game. There's too many Chiefs fans around that like that wouldn't happen. You got. It would be more of what happened in Manhattan, where it would be where you're in a in a situation where you're in an opposing venue. Okay, yeah, yeah, because they're, they're a little more confident when you're you at get, home. Yeah, you wouldn't worry about it at home. But again, I'll maintain that the K-State game, I never said two words. This lady just kept coming up and saying, well, uh, cheaters never win except KU. It was, again, the dumbest line I've ever heard. I hope one day she get, it gets back to her because, yeah, you were more on that day. Let's make sure. Uh, she prob- it sounds like she probably doesn't remember it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the other problem Cole's going to have at getting in a fight in a Chiefs game is he's never going to be the drunkest person in a Chiefs game. Nick, yeah, but it, all you got close to that. You've got like hit that t- level, but but all it would take. But I don't ever like. I'm not ever like talking talk smack to other fans. And gold, I, gold not, doesn't really text, either. I don't but tack, it, like, we have Bengals take, fans behind us. I didn't talk smack to them. All it would take was a person like that K State fan to throw a drink on you. Yeah, you do seem like. Yeah, but it was I don't a, think it you was would, a woman though, so it's a little bit different. I don't think you would talk smack sure. to a fan, but I could see you like clapping in a fan's face like oh look at that oh, play that's yeah, right absolutely. i definitely think that, that. <laughs> oh i've done the turn around like, oh, i definitely yeah. think there's some of that in oh, you I mean, one drink I, boom oh, oh god that, oh, yeah. that already happened on sunday at arrowhead whereas like the whole row did it because these annoying cincinnati fans were right behind us so our entire row after they were all excited on their drive and were annoying the minute the chiefs like a, a hold the holding call that was called on eli apple on mvs when they were all excited and thought yeah. the drive was over we're all like First down, like right back at him. So yeah, that stuff already happens, but that's fun. Like that's 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 fun stuff that you expect to see. Nobody's shoving or pouring drinks on each other. That's ridiculous. Like control yourself. Keep control of your life. All right, coming up next, we know we know uh, Chris Jones had his signature game. Cody says there's another player that's going to have to have the same type of performance next week. Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by GAN Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, GAN Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.